mini skirt on, dip my body in glitter. Pop, pop, form sneakers, all the boys wanna picture. Two, two, four cars, I make rich look richer. Save your breath, baby, I'm not going home with y'all. Hello, hello, hello. You are now tuned into the A Little Bit A Lot podcast. I'm your host, Kristen, and we are back again. And this is season two, baby. Oh my God. Like, I never even imagined, like, the possibilities of this show, you know, beyond the first episode, really. I'm truly just kind of taking it day by day. So the fact that we are in a season two is gagging me quite a bit like it's gagging me it's gagging me if you guys haven't caught up on season one make sure you do so keep up to date with what's going on because season two is gonna get crazy so yes I really appreciate all the support that I've gotten on the show so far I'm just happy that we made it into the new year, you know, still rolling and still getting support with the show. It means everything to me. And before we jump into today's episode, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much. I mentioned in my previous episode that I was on my road to my first 100 subscribers and I have like 122 as of today, I think. So I appreciate that. And I guess the next goal is I'm on my road to my first 200 subscribers, which I didn't even think I was going to be saying so soon. So if you haven't subscribed already, make sure you subscribe, give this video a thumbs up if you like it. And if you want to, you know, hear more from me and comment down below, what were your favorite things of 2023? Because that's what we're talking about today. And on the topic of subscribed, I was looking at my YouTube data and it's telling me that 95.6% of my viewers are not subscribed. What's going on, people? All right, make sure you subscribe if you want to come back for more. And of course, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give me a five-star rating and a review to let me know what you think about the show. And if you're listening on Spotify, make sure you follow my page on Spotify so you can stay up to date with all new episodes and give me that five-star rating. So today we are talking about all things 2023. Honestly, I'm glad that I have this podcast now. So that way I can be able to have documentation on a month to month basis of what's going on and my thoughts about certain things. And also so that way you can be able to kind of do a wrapped type of moment, you know, a 2023 wrapped yearly wrapped moment to really just reflect because I feel like a lot of times I'm always just go, go, go on to the next situation, but I don't really take time to look back and be like, what was this year? I don't know about you, but I personally feel like 2023 went by so quickly. I mean, WWE is sending emails talking about get ready for backlash in May. It seems like we just had last May's backlash three seconds ago. Like, I honestly feel like 2024 is going to literally zoom by quickly as well. So buckle up buttercup because I honestly feel like this year is going to be a crazy year. But I really wanted to think back as to like what went on in pop culture. And obviously I can't cover, you know, every trending topic that happened on a month to month basis of the year. So I decided to think about what were some moments from each month that were just more relevant to me moments that like I saw and that I was kind of interested in, 
you know, that were kind of in my orbit on my for you page type of thing. You know what I mean? So don't get mad at me if, you know, the subjects that you want me to talk about from 2023, I don't bring up. These were kind of just like points, like I said, that were relevant to media that I consumed in the year. You know what I'm saying? So of course I got my notes on my iPad here and we are going to start off with reflecting on January, 2023. Honestly, I think that the year started off right because we have moments like, um, the Megan movie. I wasn't really a fan of scary movies and stuff like that, but once the Megan movie came out and I saw that the girls and the gays were eating it up, I knew that I had to check it out and I have no regrets. Like, she is a sassy little booger and I really liked the movie. Like, <laughs> I really enjoyed Megan. And now that I think about it, it was just like Megan was everywhere. We've got people like, what's her name? Drew Barrymore, you know, doing the Megan dance, wearing the dress. Like it was everywhere on my For You page. I couldn't escape Megan, but I didn't really have any complaints about it either because I was eating it up. Like she served what she needed to serve. You know what I'm saying? Megan for president at this point. I don't care if she's evil. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Next in January, we had the song Flowers by Miley Cyrus. In 2023, for this entire month, you cannot escape this song. Little known fact about me, I used to be a hardcore Miley stan back when Miley Cyrus released that double feature CD where she had the Hannah Montana side and then the Miley Cyrus side. I was like, wow, this is revolutionary. We are really getting to know the real Miley. So no, she, no, <laughs> no shade, no tea. I can't speak today, but like I, I couldn't with the song. At the end of the day, I'm here for the message. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly, it's about her ex-husband. We're here for I can buy myself flowers. I can do battle by myself type of Tyler Perry energy. And I'm here for it. But it's just the fact that the song was just so viral. And it was like every single TikTok I saw on my For You page was flowers, flowers, flowers. Like all you hear is the song on repeat. And it was just getting to the point where I could hear it in my sleep. So, you know, when you press and hold and you put not interested, I don't want to keep seeing things with this sound. I had to do that on my girl, Miley. I hated it. I hate that I had to do that, but it was like, I couldn't escape the song. You know what I'm saying? Mad love though. Like I said, no shade, no tea, love her down. But that song definitely did take over January, 2023. And I was sick of it by the end of the month for real. And then of course, I think the biggest moment that impacted me personally in January, 2023, looking back is Beyonce's Dubai performance. Um, at that point, we hadn't really had much, you know, since she had dropped the uh, Renaissance album that previous summer. So the fact that the Dubai performance was all secretive, people were saying, you know, she didn't want people filming and then somehow we still got leaks, uh, gagged us. I mean, people were, you know, shading the kitten heels. It was a crazy moment. And then, of course, we got the iconic drunk in love run. Oh, 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 oh. Whoa. I mean, 
I know I can't sing, but it's like at this point, it's a vocal stim. Like, if you're not screaming and hollering that Beyonce drunk in love Dubai run, that riff, what are you doing? Okay. She ate the girls up on that performance. You know what I'm saying? Rising above. What was it? We've got sparks. It was magical. And it honestly just made us so much more excited to see what she was going to do next at that point. So yeah, honestly, top highlight of January period. And then we move on to February. Right after the Dubai, you know, performance, she shut it down. Then she announced the Renaissance tour. You already know at the top of February, I signed up. I remember that it was a mess. People were scared for their lives. We wanted to be able to be chosen to be able to, I think it was like a a thing where you had to be picked to at random to be able to shop for your tickets. And I wasn't picked. So in the end, I ended up having to get platinum seats on Ticketmaster, which we all know platinum seats don't have any special benefit at Ticketmaster. They're literally just a regular ticket, but somehow Ticketmaster gets away with paying, you know, charging three times more the regular price. But I had to do what I had to do, sweetie. You know what I'm saying? Because the girlies were eating up the tickets and I wasn't chosen. So of course I'm going to pay a little extra to be able to secure that seat. Sure enough. And my dad, shout out to my dad. He sent me money, helped me pay for the ticket because it was giving short notice, but I made it work. And we ended up going to see her at the Ford field in July. We had a great time. So yeah, that honestly consumed my entire February, 2023. From that point, once I heard about the announcement, all of my entire fiber of my being was dedicated to figuring out where I wanted to sit, trying to figure out, you know, how much money was I willing to spend on this, and then planning my Renaissance tour outfit. It was a very serious situation for me. Um, and I have no regrets. And then, of course, in February, we've got the Astro, Astro Boy Boot Gate. We could not escape those freaking boots. And at this point, we also, I couldn't even escape them in WWE. I'm minding my business, watching Monday Night Raw. Who do I see? Seth freaking Rollins comes out into the ring with the Astro boots on. It was a moment. And honestly, that's kind of camp. If you don't watch wrestling, Seth Rollins, he be having that on, you know what I'm saying? Seth is the drip master of the WWE, in my personal opinion. So, of course, his stylist put him in those boots. It became a viral moment. And honestly, he ate that up. You know what I'm saying? He made it look good. Like, if you're gonna wear them, you may as well wear them, you know, to Monday Night Raw. Uh, so that was a moment. And then of course, I think the biggest thing that stood out to me about February was the fact that Kiki Palmer gave birth. Leotis, we love you. You know what I'm saying? Like I always like call myself an honorary internet auntie. You know, anytime my favorite influencer, actor, whatever has a baby, that's my niece or nephew. You know what I'm saying? We love him down. My boy came into the world. And then on top of that, in the same month that Kiki Palmer gave birth, like the iconic mother that she is, she was also on the uh, Hollywood uh, Vanity Fair issue, Vanity Fair Hollywood. 
period. Miss Kiki Palmer stayed booked and busy in 2023, regardless of giving birth. And that's what we're here for. A black woman still doing what she needs to do for her child, making it work, pushing past the adversity and all of the drama and doing what she's got to do. So that was really, really cool for me in February. Moving on to March, Chloe Bailey's album drops in pieces. Um, I was really excited for this because I am a Chloe and Hallie stan. I love their music, but at the end of the day, this album was a little bit disappointing. Please do not cancel me. I feel like as a collective, the internet kind of felt that way. Obviously, she's got a lot of good, you know, few songs on there that I like, but as a whole, I don't really think that the album was like great compared to Ungodly Hour, Chloe and Hallie. It's no, she's no Ungodly Hour. That is for sure. Okay. But at the end of the day, what I'm not going to do is slander somebody for being in their experimentation era. Let her cook. I'm not going to tolerate any Chloe Bailey slander. Let her experiment, let her figure it out. And then once we get Chloe and Hallie, you know, back together making music again, everything will be all right. But for now, we just got to stay strong. Let them, you know, do what they got to do. Let them, you know, come into their own. And I, in the end, I'm, I'm sure we'll be fine. You know, was, was the worst that could happen. Like they're signed to Beyonce. Things will get better, you know? And March was strange because then we had like surprise relationships. I remember seeing Avril Lavigne and Tyga. What the frick was that about? That is such an odd pairing. Don't even know why Avril Lavigne would even do that. I used to be an Avril Lavigne stand back in the day. And it's just like, girl, like he's giving a whole predator with the whole Kylie situation. And after that, it was a chop for me. So it's like good luck to you. Don't know if they're still together. I, I never even followed up on it, but I remember seeing that on my timeline and I'm like, okay, it's, it's giving weird. And then the biggest thing in March of them all that affected me personally was the fact that my favorite girl group flow dropped the song fly girl. I think it was one of my favorite things of the week when I first started the podcast. Uh, but that song eats down. And then in April, I ended up going to see them on tour in Chicago. Fly Girl featuring Missy Elliott eight down. If you're not a fan of flow, what's going on? Are there a couple screws loose? You need to be on it. Moving on to April. Um, they had announced that a Twilight TV show was in the works. I don't really know how I feel about this. I mentioned before, and I'll say it again, I am a OG Twilight stan. Um, I know pretty much everything that there is to know about all of the lore, and I just don't really know how this would work out in the TV show. Theoretically, Stephanie Meyer has fleshed out the entire universe, so there would be plenty to talk about, but it's kind of just like, why do it? Almost just the same way that we got the Color Purple musical. I personally don't feel like there was any point in doing that. Just the same way with Twilight. It was a good movie. It's a good saga. Leave it alone. Why do we need a TV show? Then on top of that, I'd have to get used to a new Bella, a new Edward, a new Renesmee. 
new, new, new. And one thing about me, I don't really love change when it comes to stuff like that. I want it to just stay frozen in time. I mean, I think we just had the 15 year anniversary. Like, let's just leave it alone. I'm so sick and tired of everybody feeling like we need a live action. We need a reboot of this. Why did iCarly need to come back? You know what I'm saying? Like Zoe 101, it's just like, it's a chop. Let's leave nostalgia as nostalgia. So I don't really know how to feel about this Twilight TV show, but at the end of the day, like I'm still going to watch it, but I'm just not feeling too confident about how it's going to turn out. Um, Also in the same month of April, Ariana Grande pictures got leaked when she was on set for the movie Wicked. I'm really excited about that. At this point in April, we hadn't gotten all the drama yet. All we knew was that like she was on set looking pretty and like the girlies couldn't wait. So at the end of the day, I'm still excited for the movie. And then in May, we had Bridgerton's Queen Charlotte aired on Netflix. Oh my God. I think I've already mentioned this before that I went to an actual Bridgerton ball by Netflix back and at this point ever since covid my perception of time is bad i'll have to look it up i don't really remember what year it was i think it was like the year before last or something like that but me and my sister went to the bridgerton ball in chicago so i'm a bridgerton girl down and of course when i heard that they were doing the spinoff for queen charlotte i ate it up matter of fact my boyfriend ate it up too Um, He really enjoyed the show as well. And that got him into the world of Bridgerton. So that month was a great month for me. Great TV. I really can't wait for the next season of Bridgerton. That's supposed to be coming out, I think, this May or June or something like that. And speaking of another thing that happened in May, the Renaissance Tour began overseas. Lots of mixed reviews. People were being shady boots, saying that Beyonce was giving stiff. People didn't like the kitten heels again. But later we learned at the end of the year in the Renaissance film that my girl was getting knee aspirations. You know what I'm saying? The struggle was extremely real. She was rehabbing that knee and it was getting crazy. So having to do that while kicking off the Renaissance world tour, I know was no easy feat for her. So it's once again showing that she is and always will be the reigning queen of entertainment because nevertheless, she persisted despite, you know, all of the nonsense towards the end of the tour. Once that knee got better, she did what needed to be done. So yes. And then of course in June, June was an odd month for me on social media because the HBO show, the idol with the weekend, I just feel like collectively made us all uncomfortable. What was that? It feels like a fever dream. And I hate that I was even subjected to seeing anything that I saw about that show. Every single thing that I saw about this show was against my own will, you know, scrolling on social media and stuff like that. Everyone I feel like collectively hated the show, but then somehow still couldn't stop talking about the show. It was strange, wish that didn't happen. And then we've got BB Rexa phone gate. I don't know if anybody remembers that, but what was that? Why are we throwing phones at performers? One thing about me, BB Rexa slander will not be tolerated on this channel. 
I've always been a fan of BB Rexa. I remember when she had that song with Louis Tomlinson and I ate that up and I felt bad. It's like the girl had to get three stitches because y'all want to play and throw stuff on stage. Like that is so petty boots. I hate that for her, but thankfully she's okay. But that was like really all up and down my timeline in June. I'm like, I'm concerned for BB. Are you serious? And then one thing that really impacted me in June 2023, of course, was the Nimona movie, Um, mainly because Eugene Lee Yang from the Try Guys uh, voice acted in that movie. And I remember me, my dad and my sister all watched it together. We really enjoyed it. It was a really good movie. So shout out to Eugene from the Try Guys. He ate that movie up. I was editing and realized that I completely forgot July, I don't know how I skipped over that in my notes, <laughs> but July 2023 was um something. I mean, we had quite a few things that went on. First, we had the Ariana Grande split drama. We, at that point, like I said, mentioned before in April, we got the pictures of her and Wicked. We didn't know that there was going to be some Wicked drama that was going to follow up only a couple months later. I know everybody's heard about her divorce with her husband and her allegedly, um, you know, being coupled up with her co-star. And there was some drama following that because he allegedly left his wife and his newborn to be in a relationship with Ariana Grande. A lot of people were talking about, you know, break up with your girlfriend, I'm bored, and how the song became a reality. That was crazy. I could not escape that drama. It was everywhere. And in July, we also had the Carly Russell drama that happened. Uh, Don't feel like really going into that because we could be here forever going over the complexities of this case but word to offset they do anything for clout this entire time left me dazed and confused don't know why she would you know go out of her way to pretend to be missing and I think uh, allegedly she said she saw a baby on the expressway To this day, I don't really fully know what was going on with this drama, other than the fact that I just saw so many people being like, Carly, we were rooting for you. We genuinely were concerned for your safety. And then it turns out you were pretending all along. That's scandalous. There are so many other ways that you could go viral, you know, but doing it in a way that potentially is going to get you in legal trouble is insane to me. Didn't really think she thought that out. And we've got the Kiki Palmer baby daddy situation. At the beginning of the year, we were all kind of just like, hmm, same thing with Hallie. Why does she choose to have a baby with who she chose to have a baby with? Questionable, but nevertheless, there's nothing we can do about it. But then once Kiki Palmer had a night out post baby at an Usher concert, um, I know you guys remember her baby daddy tweeted and just was criticizing her outfit, saying that she was a mom. Um, It's giving he's got nothing better to do, literally, since he doesn't have employment, it seems. Why fix your lips to criticize the mother of your child going out having a good time and basically shaming her? is ridiculous like it's just usher it's no big deal he does this with everybody who comes to his concerts 
it's giving red flag. It's giving jealousy. It's giving spiteful. Don't understand what was going on with that. And then he tried to be like, um, I'm going to do what I got to do for my family. Like, dude, come on, relax. It's, it's not that serious. Let it go. It's a chop. He's a chop. And then we go on to August. Um, August was also crazy. Tory Lanez was sentenced to 10 years in prison for the Meg Thee Stallion case. Justice was served. May he rot in his cell. That was a crazy time. And then we have the drama with like Lizzo and her backup dancer suing her. This entire drama was confusing and I didn't really care enough to like look into it because I've never really been a Lizzo stan to begin with. She just personally hasn't made any music that I love, but no hate against her because at the end of the day, I'm still living for the plus size representation. Don't get me wrong, but I just haven't had a track of hers resonate with me. So I didn't really care to look into all the drama, but I was just like, is it true? Is it not? Is it her? Is it the manager? What was it? I didn't know what was going on. Still don't know what was going on, but I could not escape all the drama and the allegations in August. And then of course, we've got the Bratz and Kylie Jenner collab. They kind of ate with that. Didn't see that coming. Never in a million years did I think that Bratz would work with any of the Kardashian Jenners. But at the end of the day, I can't be too mad about it. They could have collabed with anybody. But Kylie, I don't know, kind of makes sense. And the way that they pulled off the collaboration, I think was done in a tasteful way. I still have yet to buy one of the Kylie um, dolls. It's basically the only one I ever see whenever I go down the toy aisle to look at the Bratz dolls, because as you may see in my um, social media, I've gotten into collecting Bratz dolls. Uh, so they're always in stock, but I just haven't figured out which one I want to get because the outfits, they kind of eat. So I, I was, I was here for that. I was here for that. And then in September, of course, Doja Cat Scarlet album is released. Um, I've already did an episode on the podcast sharing my thoughts about the Scarlet album. So make sure you guys check that out in season one. And also we had a moment where Tanache kind of went viral in that month which I just was thought was really interesting because a lot of times Tanache rarely is ever in the blogs and stuff like that. She's a pretty like low key type of celebrity, which personally I don't tolerate Tanache slander. I feel like she's done a lot of work in her career and her lifetime, had a lot of issues with her label and stuff like that. And I believe she's independent now. And especially once she moved on to make music with like Hitmaker and stuff like that. I really liked a lot of her like recent stuff. But the reason why she was in the blogs, if you guys don't remember, is because she apparently allegedly said that she felt embarrassed by her collaborations that she previously did with Chris Brown. And Chris Brown, of course, didn't like that. A lot of times you never know with Breezy if he's going to address any allegations or any like drama or not. But when he does, he eats the girls up. So of course he responded after saying that she was embarrassed for collaborating with him, which by the way, during the time I was here for it. I liked that Chris Brown and um, Tanache song. 
Um, but he responded and said, name five Tanache songs or die, dot, dot, dot. Everybody did. Why did he have to drag her like that? At the end of the day, like, I don't condone anything that Chris Brown has done in the past. I thought that moment was interesting. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I think Breezy should have just stayed quiet on that one. He didn't have to scout my girl like that. Uh, going on to October, Beyonce showed up and showed out to the Eras Tour movie premiere with Taylor Swift. You know what I'm saying? She gagged everyone. And I honestly feel like her showing up was giving, let me keep it cute. You know what I'm saying? Let me show these people who mother really is. And that's giving gracious and welcoming the girlies with open arms. I'm not here for the drama between the fandoms and stuff like that. That's tired. Okay. And I think that was Beyonce making that statement and I live for it. Also, October was a dreaded month because of the fact that we got Halle Bailey's pictures leaked. And that's when the speculation really was kind of like confirmed for us. For months and months, I was in denial about Hallie being pregnant. I said, please, God, I don't want her to be pregnant by DDG. You know what I'm saying? But alas, here we are. We saw the pictures. Now we know in the end of the year, the baby was born. Love that for her because we know that she's always wanted to be a mom not really a fan of the baby daddy choice, but it is what it is. Let her love who she wants to love. Um, but my heart did sink once I saw those photos. And then of course we've got Tyla and the water challenge took over the game in October. Surprisingly, that didn't annoy me as much as the Miley Cyrus song. I think it's just because we had a cute little dance. Every time I think about the Tyla water challenge, it always makes me think about when Alabama Barker did the challenge and it's like, you thought you ate, give me that plate, try again, sis. But I love you though. I love you. I think Brittany Broski, if I'm... I might be wrong, but I think Brittany Broski talked about liking Alabama Barker too. I have a question really quick before I get into what I wanted to talk about because I've been feeling really awkward about this lately. Um, I'm going to turn over here. Did anyone else during the pandemic have an Alabama Barker phase? <laughs> now, some of you may be asking, who the fuck is Alabama Barker? That is going to be Travis Barker's teenage daughter. This is her up on the screen. Now, Alabama Barker, was she 15 years old when I found her on TikTok and binged her account? Yeah, she was. Okay. I think she's like 17 now, maybe 18. I was obsessed every night before I went to bed. I would watch Addison Rae's videos and I would watch Alabama Barker's. I personally feel like Alabama is the next it girl. Kylie, you've got some competition. You know what I'm saying? Like she's really giving the potential to be the next girl to have a King Kylie era. You know what I mean? Like she's so cute. And I I just feel like she makes like good music. I know the girlies are always eating her up whenever she shares any of her little snippets, but it's like, I'm here for it. No Alabama slander once again will be tolerated on the A Little Bit Alive podcast. Like she's it for me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, November, Harry Styles haircut gate. 
couldn't escape it. I believe his mom even had to clap back and be like, pipe down. Why were the girls eating up Harry like that so bad? They chewed him up. They spit him out. They stomped all over him like he's manure. It was crazy. I personally didn't think that Harry looked that bad. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the first time that he's had a short haircut. Um, but, but I was, my sister's an OG One Direction stan. And I remember when he first started growing his hair out when they were on tour. So crazy that he cut it all off. But it's like, come on, let my boy breathe. You know what I'm saying? Let him cook. Uh, in November, we also had the Ice Spice Chia Pet. Honestly, that's a genius idea. I'm kind of mad I didn't come up with the idea to begin with. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to do a Chia Pet, it makes the most sense. Out of every Chia Pet that ever petted, Ice Spice makes the most sense. Like, they should... It'd be a crime if they hadn't done it at this point. Like, I need to get one. I've always wanted a Chia pet. Ch -ch -ch Chia. And then, of course, in November, the biggest gag of the all gagatrons there is to gag about was the fact that Kiki Palmer was granted a temporary restraining order against her baby daddy after the allegations of abuse. May he rot in hell skip you I think his name is Darius you can go to heck for all I care okay sweetie don't you ever fix your hands to put Kiki Palmer in harm's way ever again okay we are here for Kiki we stand for Kiki I cannot believe that she's even gone through this she's such a ray of sunshine she gives such good energy why would ev anyone ever want to harm her and it's just really upsetting because it's like uh like this is what happens when you give losers a chance you know what I'm saying he's too busy being salty about the fact that he doesn't have a job so then he uses his insecurities as a man to put his hands on the baddest come on like that that drama really made me so upset it really really made me upset and I just really wish that for 2024 Kiki Palmer you know has a better year when it comes to her personal life you know what I'm saying because I really care for her as a person um I just truly feel like even though at the end of the day it's giving parasocial I don't actually know her something just telling me that like she's just one of the celebrities who's like really really cool and like down to earth in person for real though you know what I'm saying so I just want her and baby Leotis to be you know be happy and I enjoy watching Kiki Palmer's podcast with her mom I think her name is Miss Sharon like shout out to her so skip her baby daddy he ain't worth nan and he needs to stay the freak away from my girl also if you guys haven't streamed Kiki Palmer's new song Asset what are you doing? That song is so good. I've always been here for Kiki Palmer music. Back when she had that one song, Dance Alone. Like, honestly, I feel like at one point in time, I felt like I was the only person that was streaming Kiki Palmer's music. But I don't care. I'll wear that badge of honor. I'm going to support her from the beginning like I always have until the very end, to my last breath. And then, of course, in December, it was a crazy month. We had the Renaissance film released. I got my Renaissance cup and my popcorn. Me and my sister Vogue the house down boots in that theater. We tore it up. That movie was so good. Pink Friday 2 was released. 
did a podcast episode about that. Make sure you guys go check it out. I also did a podcast episode about my thoughts on the Renaissance film. So that was a good time. And then of course, the crustiest event of them all when it comes to December is the fact that Jonathan Majors was found guilty of assault. Um, This entire thing is concerning because at the beginning of the year, the Vanity Fair that Kiki Palmer was featured in, he was featured in that too. So I bet you they're like, oop, shouldn't have did that. Because how is it that he rose to the top in the year and crashed and burned before the year was over? That's crazy, isn't it? And it's like, there's so many things that I could say about this situation, but that would be a whole nother episode. So all I have to say about it is the fact that it's very concerning, extremely on an extreme level, the fetishization, if I even say this word right, of black women that he's displaying, you know, calling Megan Good his Coretta is giving corny, is giving crusty, is giving dusty. I can't think of any other adjective to use. Um, it's disturbing. It's alarming. It's concerning. Every single word that I can think of red flag that's what it's giving and I really hope that she runs away fast why on earth would you publicly stand by um african-american male that was just found guilty of assault is concerning to me I don't know really what's going on is Megan in the sunken place is she not well mentally because I don't understand and then the fact that she just was in a relationship with the pastor. Maybe it's, you know, she clearly is like sucked in by people's words, people that have a way with words. So I, I don't know. Maybe he's telling her things just like the pastor was telling her things and she's falling for it. I hate that for you, Megan. I hate that. Standing by a corn bull, fetishizing black women on that type of level. How, like... Coretta is more than just some prop. And I just feel like the problem with black men like that, it just really just men in general. It's just like, they always want to be like, yeah, you could be the Beyonce to my Jay-Z. You could be, you could be, you could be. Ain't no being the so-and-so to your so-and-so. I'm the so-and-so to my so-and-so. If this makes any sense to you guys, right? I'm here for me. I'm not here to benefit you, to make you look good. Megan has her own career, her own things going on. She does not benefit from being with him publicly in any way, shape, or form. So she's doing him a favor, but he's acting like he's the prize. You know, she's holding him down. It's a chop, Jonathan. Give it up. So yeah, honestly... That was really the most disturbing thing of the year for me, along with Kiki Palmer's baby daddy putting his hands on the queen. Are you serious right now? Looking at that footage? Disturbing. Anyways, yeah. So basically, that's the 2023 in review for things that kind of made its way to my timeline. 
and things that I was kind of, you know, being like, hmm, what's going on with this, this, and this. And then of course, on a personal note, 2023 was a great year. I had a lot of growth and I feel like it was the biggest growth year that I've had since I graduated college in 2018. I feel like for a long time, I had like been living life through kind of just a blurry lens, but for some reason, something clicked in 2023. You know what I'm saying? I clean those glasses off and all of a sudden I said, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. And I just suddenly started blossoming like the true flower and the true gem that I'm supposed to be. Started the podcast, took this social media thing seriously and using this as a creative, you know, endeavor has just been so fulfilling. I also went to plenty of concerts. Like I said, I got to see Flo, Beyonce, Don Tolliver, uh, went to WWE events, two of them actually. It was crazy. You know what I'm saying? I lived my life. I lived my truth. And I'm just really, really happy with the way that 2023 turned out for me personally. But as far as the drama with social media goes and pop culture, it was a little bit crazy. I mean, I think Ocean Gate happened too. Didn't add that to the list. It was wild. It was wild. But hopefully 2024 is better. And of course, I'm really looking forward to what that brings with the podcast. We got a couple brand deals coming out soon on social media. So make sure you guys look out for that and support me on Instagram at a little bit a lot podcast and on TikTok at a little bit a lot podcast. I also got on the app called Lemon 8. I'll make sure I link that in my description so you guys can follow me over there. And yeah, like I said at the beginning of the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. I'm now on my road to my first 200 subscribers. Turn those post notifications on. And if you're listening on Spotify, rate me five stars, follow the show on there. And of course, on Apple, rate me five stars and leave a review to let me know what do you want to hear from season two. I also on my community page had a post for you guys to submit anonymously what you want to hear from season two. So keep submitting that. And with that, I'm gone and I will see you guys next week. Bye. Fully cause I make it shut with y'all. Save your breath, baby. I'm not going home with y'all.